0: Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now.
1: Good morning. It's Monday, February 15th. 2021. This is John Frenay, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. I hope you had a fantastic weekend and Valentine's Day. Despite the weather, we were able to catch Casablanca at the Annapolis Town Center. And a special thank you to Grumps Cafe in Annapolis for outstanding customer service. I walked to Quiet Waters Park and stopped there for breakfast, but had lost my mask. They gave me one, and I had a fabulous breakfast. So thanks, Grumps. Anyhow, it is Monday, so let's get right into it. Wow, they did it. And I am surprised. But the Senate and the House both overrode Governor Hogan's veto of the Blueprint for Maryland's Future, or the Carbon Commission bill. The program that is expected to cost $34 billion over the next 10 years is now law. Unfortunately, with the budget hits from the pandemic, this will be an expensive pill to swallow, I'm afraid. And they also overrode the digital tax bill. And now Maryland is the first state in the nation to levy a tax on digital advertising. It's expected to add $250 million a year to the state coffers. The bill does not apply to small fish like Ion Annapolis, but the big fish like Google and Facebook. Any company with more than $100 million in global revenues, not just from advertising and not just in the U.S. or Maryland, will be subject. So I'm guessing the likes of Tribune Media, who are the owners of The Sun and the Capitol, will be paying that tax as well. What this means is that the small Main Street businesses that rely on digital advertising, Google ads, etc., will likely see a significant bump in the cost to run those ads. But in better news, the House of Delegates removed a provision in the State Relief Act of 2021 that would have given undocumented immigrants a direct payment. They initially put it in as an addition, and the governor said that it was a wrench in the works. I guess fearing a veto and further delays, they pulled it and passed the $1.5 billion act. It now awaits the governor's signature. He is expected to sign it. And as to the undocumented immigrants and other ITIN filers, the General Assembly says they plan to take that up separately. And in the last bit of state news, on Friday, Governor Hogan announced more relief to licensed child care centers and family child care providers. This is a $60 million grant which can be used to help pay existing operating expenses as well as offset any lost revenue. Applications open tomorrow and are due by March 3rd. You can find out more at earlychildhood.marylandpublicschools.org. Again, earlychildhood.marylandpublicschools.org. Speaking of schools and public schools, it is that time of the year to get the littlest ones registered here in Anne Arundel County. If you would like to register your child for the pre-K program, the enrollment period is online and open now. You want to head to aacps.org slash early childhood. Space is limited, so do it sooner rather than later. And to apply, you need proof of identity, a birth certificate for the student, must be for by September 1st, immunization record, and two proofs of residency. Again, aacps.org slash earlychildhood. Good news for baseball fans and good news for me because I love them. The Bowie Bay Sox are here to stay until 2030. Their status was in jeopardy as MLB decided to revamp the minor league program, but they came out on top. They will remain the AA affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles through the 2030 season. Gone is the Eastern League. They are now playing in the AA Northeast League, which has two divisions, in the Northeast Division, it's the Akron Rubber Ducks, the Altoona Curve, the Bowie Bay Sox, the Erie Seawolves, Harrisburg Senators, and the Richmond Flying Squirrels. They will all go head-to-head. And I'm not sure if the Flying Squirrels or the Rubber Ducks is the better minor league ball name, but I will say that the Northeast Division has some better ones, the Rumble Ponies, Yard Goats, and Fisher Cats. They're working on the schedule right now, and all that will be announced in the near future. And if I play my cards right with them, I will have a bunch of tickets to give away this year on the Daily News Brief. See? Yet another reason it pays to listen. And finally, I am really psyched about the relaunch of our Business Spotlight series on Saturdays. We did kick it off this weekend with the AAEDC's new IVP program, and I already have about a dozen or so lined up to record in the next few weeks. Again, if you know of a business that wants to chat, let me know. And speaking of podcasts, we had a pair of bonus ones last week, the Annapolis Rotary birthday one, and one that dropped yesterday with Danielle Lundberg, who is putting together a cookbook with recipes from your favorite restaurants along with her fantastic photos. And the best part... Proceeds will benefit Feed and Arundel. So make sure you give that one a listen and make sure you get a hold of that cookbook. Oh, and hey, put these dates on your calendar. I literally just got an email, so I don't have the details yet. But March 20th to the 28th will be Annapolis Restaurant Week. And an Annapolis Oyster Fest is scheduled for March 1st through 20th. Of course, they will be all COVID safe, but stay tuned. And I am so happy to see events coming back. Okay, that does wrap up the news for us today. As always, thank you for listening. And if you are somewhere where you can leave a rating or a review, please do. And make sure you let your friends, family, and colleagues know about us. A quick thank you to the sponsors of the Daily News Brief Solar Energy Services up in Millersville, the Christy Nardhart team of Northrop Realty, along Long and Foster company, and to Brian at the Duck Pen, who actually broke a really interesting story yesterday about the machinations underway to possibly wrest ownership of the Baltimore Sun into a nonprofit. It is Monday. So, of course, we have Ann Alcina from Covington Alcina with your Money Monday report. And, of course, George Young from DCMDVA Weather is here with some wacky winter weather that may be coming in a little bit later on this week. George, Ann, and all the rest are coming up in about 60 seconds. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services kicking yourself for not installing solar in 2020, missing out on that sweet 26% federal income tax credit? Not to worry, because legislation passed at the very end of 2020 extended the 26% tax credit, which means consumers like you can act now to get that credit and have your new solar system up and running before springtime when solar generation moves into peak season. Plus, in addition to the feds, several state and county incentives help to make the solar investment an even bigger no-brainer. Don't have the cash? We've got you covered with competitive Financing that is more than offset by the energy savings. Bottom line Uncle Sam wants you to install solar, and so does the state of Maryland. And you're going to love the savings, so what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasting. Contact us today for a free solar design at 410 923 6090 or visit us at SolarSaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else
0: can make me feel so fine.
2: Hey, everyone, this is George with DCMDVA Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, February 15th. The Annapolis region saw winter storm number two on Saturday from an expected series of four overall storms, and it brought a decent amount of icing in the region from freezing rain with a little sleet and a few snowflakes mixed in as well. And storms number three and four are still on the dockets for the week ahead, though at this point, number three looks like it'll track a bit more to the west than originally expected, which means no real chance of snow for Anne Arundel County late tonight or tomorrow with a small amount of rain or freezing rain and sleet still possible before the final storm in this group moves in late Wednesday into Thursday with a higher likelihood at this time of producing some snow or more likely some sleet and freezing rain. So stay tuned for updates on both of these chances throughout the week as we work through one of the more active winter weather stretches in the area for a while. Looking ahead, the expectation for the weekend should be sunshine and 40s for the area. So let's get through the next four to five days. And then enjoy a little weather peace and quiet for a bit. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DC MDVA Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC. MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google app stores. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day by visiting DCMDVAweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Another moving moment from Christy Neidhart of the Christy Neidhart team from
0: Northrop Realty, a Long and Foster company.
2: Going through a real estate home sale or purchase is a very personal and sometimes stressful experience. Hi, I'm Christy Neidhart. My team and I are committed to working with people both buying and selling homes in all price points, whether it's giving you a competitive edge while buying a home or negotiating the best price and terms while selling your home. We always have our clients' best interest at heart. Our goal is to provide exceptional service so that you will recommend us to your friends and family over and over again. Serving people is a passion of mine, and it's what my team does best. That's the Neidhart difference.
0: That's another moving moment from Christy Neidhart. To get in touch, call 410 295 6579 or visit kn team.com. That's kn team.com. You work hard for your money. Is your money working hard for you? Managing and investing, it can be confusing. Alcina, a financial planner from Covington Alcina, has been helping people make sense of it all for over 17 years. Are you ready? Now, here's your Monday Money Report.
3: This is Ann Alcina of Covington Alcina with your Monday Money Report. Last week, the markets were up slightly as unemployment claims slowly decline and talks of additional stimulus continue. With all the recent frenzy in the markets, we've had several conversations about SPACs lately. Fortunately, that's not a new disease. Unfortunately, it's not necessarily a solid investment either. A SPAC is a special purpose acquisition company, sometimes referred to as a blank check company. We talked recently about initial public offerings, when a privately held company becomes a publicly traded company. A SPAC accomplishes the same thing, but from a different process. A management group creates the SPAC, a publicly traded company from the start. As they sell shares and raise capital, the management team looks for privately held companies to purchase. Sometimes they are created with the express intent of buying one specific company. And sometimes it's more open-ended, usually focusing on a particular industry. Shares are sold at $10 each, along with a warrant that gives investors the right to purchase more shares at a later date at a fixed price. The SPAC has two years to invest the money. If not, the fund is liquidated and proceeds are returned to the investors. If you're the manager of the SPAC, you're doing pretty well. They are generally paid under a 20 and 2 plan. They receive a 20% equity stake in the company, plus warrants to buy more shares, and an ongoing 2% fee on the assets of the SPAC, regardless of how much money the company makes or loses. To put that in actual numbers, a SPAC that raised a billion dollars would generate $20 million in annual fees, plus they own 20% of the eventual company that's acquired. How has that worked out for the individual investor? From 2015 through October of 2020, there were 93 SPACs that ultimately purchased a company. Three were spectacular, earning 111% for their investors. Another 23 were profitable. The remaining 67 all lost money, the worst of which lost over 96%. On average, investors in SPACs lost just over 9%. There are a lot of shiny objects in the securities industry. While it's possible you hit the jackpot, your odds are often about the same as hitting the jackpot in Vegas. When it's your retirement savings, the hangover lasts much longer. I know it's boring. It's not sexy or exciting. I firmly believe you should build emergency savings, pay down debt, and invest for retirement in a well-diversified portfolio. If you want to take a small amount to gamble with, that's fine. Just know that it's gambling and not investing. Your action to take this week is the follow-on to last week's opening of a savings account or money market. This week, ask your employer to split your paycheck with a small amount going to that savings account. At the low end, that may be $5 or $10. At the high end, maybe you'll divert $100 a paycheck. It should be an amount you're not really going to notice. If your employer won't do a split deposit, see if you can set up an automatic payment with your bank to coincide with your paycheck being deposited. Our signature event, Women, Wine, and Wisdom, is discussing Investing 101 this month. You can register for that event and find much more on our website at CovingtonAlcina.com or visit our Facebook page to learn more. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, CPC investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Covington Alcina and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance references historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The appointments voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor, come talk to us. This is Anne Alcina with Covington Alcina.
1: Hi there, this is Brian Griffiths, inviting you to listen to my podcast, The Duckpin Podcast. Some weeks on The Duckpin Podcast, I talk with those making a difference in the world, whether it be in politics, finance, journalism, business, or sports. I'm getting inside the worlds of those people making things happen. Some weeks, I'll give you my take on the world with the political analysis you've always expected. Either way... Each week, you'll learn something on the Duck Pin Podcast. Subscribe today on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. And you can learn
0: more at our home base, theduckpin.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County.